but that was my name when I was an escort. So, <laughs> so my edible kicks in. This was last night. And then there's Aviva. So part of my brain is like, Aviva was fun. And then they're like Ruby Rush. And then like Ruby Rush did comedy. And I was just like high in the corner. But Ruby Rush sounds like tall. You know, like she sounds fancy. I couldn't pull off a Ruby Rush. She sounds like she flies private, you know? Like she's joined the Mile High Club. Last week I masturbated on the Megabus. Just like, you know, just like throw an arm up into like female road warrior pose. I'm not a Ruby Rush. Uh, I've been making my living off performing for a while, mostly oral. My last job before that, more about that in the dirty show. Um, my last job before that, I was a nanny for one of those like hippie cheerleader women that like somehow makes spirituality like a cheer competition, and then they have a kid, and then I get to come in and be the nanny. Like, I don't. She's like the kind of woman where I feel like she'd get mad if a girl she didn't like. Alrighty, her. welcome to Racers Alley. Holy moly. Haven't been here for a week or so. It was uh, my birthday last week, and I decided to take some time off. So, uh, let me get back to you shortly. Let's get some music on and get the uh, old Starship fired up so we can do a little bit of a conversation. All right. Uh, <laughs> so, anyhow, uh, we'll get back to you in a few minutes and uh, let you know what's been up in the world of actually uh, Racers Alley. All right. Welcome, and talk to you soon. the time I'm like fine my parents don't trust me either game on but if I stopped paying attention to this kid for one second her mother would like come out of the office and she'd be like listen listen raising a toddler is about presence and then she would disappear And she had like pictures of All right, so let's get some tunes on and I'll be right back. And uh, again, welcome to Racers Alley. I'm here at Mutiny Radio in the heart of the mission. And uh, thank you for Pamtastic for having us here as always. We always have a great time. So uh, listen to some tunes and we'll be back shortly. Where they at? Where they at? Where they at? I sold tapes every day, me and Freddie B. Been famous since 1983. Give me $10 and you straight get blessed. A rap all about you called the special request. Oakland, you know I go way back to Coog Nuts, Falk Stains, and Cadillacs. When homeboys put Vogues on any car with six by nine smoking burner. Everybody got addicted to my dolphin beat. Whole town fucked around and started smoking deep. Every rap I ever made was about this town. I made seven whole albums with no James Brown. And even though I love his music, I just can't stand the way they used it all up and didn't pay. The man. And after two platinum albums, you call me weak Cause I don't sell records in the East Now what's funky? I say pussy on the old hoe I guess y'all fools don't know Why some good rappers can't sell no tapes It's not the company's fault This shit sounds fake You wanna be in the trunk with the booming box While the young bitches ride on your jock You can't do it like this 
homie, so just pass it And stop kissing them white folks' asses It's like you smoke a whole damn key You rap so fast, you keep leaving the beat I'm from the old school, I love P-Funk But now rap music is all that they want So when I'm in my car, I play Clinton And when I'm on the stage, I start camping And when I hear your shit, I push EJ Then I throw it out the window with the rejects And when the hardcore rappers go soft I like to watch when they ass fall off Cause ain't nothing worth kicking like a sucking MC And any other rappers ever talk about me I don't stop rapping, that's all they can say And how I dog bitches every day But if you can't be a dog then you're weak You be phony like a sideshow freak Some rappers try to come off positive Where I'm from that just ain't how it is They say rap music is here to stay But the sucking MCs don't think that way It took eight long years before I got my break So I wonder why rappers make fake ass tapes You won't get paid like I did so give up punk And while you're in the studio, I'm in the trunk You got no choice so don't flip that coin This ain't the military so your punks can't join It ain't pop it's called underground rap from open california and the shit sounds fat i'm spitting raps to my motherfucking homies that's why they listen to the one and only i used to be broke but now we all used to be got no game for a bitch all the game is for me and these bitches can't say shit to me they never could fuck with short baby i'm not a tongue twisting rapper with a funny style don't dress hip-hop and dance real wild but i do sell records like a motherfucker even though you might think i'm just another sucker i find a beat and then never switch grab the microphone and then call you a bitch you want rent money i got pimp money one thing's for sure, I won't give it to a hoe I throw a bitch in the goddamn trunk And start slamming that Oakland funk Short dogs in the house, once again Trying to fade the platinum with shorty the pimp And when I do, I'm going straight to the bank Withdraw some money and buy some dank You can't relate to my motherfucking homies That's why they listen to the one and only I grew up on the funk called P but these motherfuckers growing up on me And if I ego trip and my head is fucked I take my ass back to where I grew up and get real boy It's never too late before I do like you And make a weak ass tape, I'm in the trunk
Alrighty, welcome to Racer's Alley. Holy moly, it's been kind of a crazy couple of weeks, I guess you could say. And from there, I mean, you know, uh, it's kind of funny. I've kind of been in a place lately where I've kind of uh, let the show go down a little. I had uh, been preoccupied and such with uh, family affairs. And uh, unfortunately, a couple of our pals have passed away over the past uh, six weeks, interestingly enough. And week after week, you know, and when you lose someone, I mean, it, 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 it takes energy, you know, and uh, if you don't have a proper support mechanism, it's even properly harder. So uh, I, I just want to give a shout out to there to uh, Virginia Ramos, our tamale lady here in the mission. I mean, uh, boy, she's been around since, uh, you know, I got here and uh, I guess uh, hanging back in the zeitgeist days, 1997, eight, and she was always a fixture, you know, tamales, get your tamales, you better tip me back is something that I always did for her. I mean, at the time when I came in, you know, there's a start of the, uh, I guess you could call um, the beginning of the first purge of SF, which would be the uh, dot-comers. And uh, they came in all as arrogant as uh, new techies nowadays, and uh, prices went up. And a lot of those folks ended up being purged into the uh, East Bay. And uh, if if they, you know, a lot of those folks now are doing a lot better, actually, because the fact of the matter is when they bombed the East Bay, it was still uh, reasonable. Now this whole area is just batshit crazy. So, uh, yeah. Anyhow, Virginia. Boy, oh boy. She was a part of this community for years and years and years. She uh, loved everybody. She gave everyone the most wonderful advice. And, you know, um, she's a legend. And uh, there's... The, San Francisco has lost an ambassador, as Wade would say, to uh, San Franciscan folks. You know, I mean, uh, no matter what, I don't know you, but I love you is something she used to say. And the fact of the matter is, she could be a big hug. And, uh, you know, she took care of a lot of folks who maybe had a little too much and stuff like that. Or, you know, over the years, I mean, she had a lot of friends as well. So, you know, uh, depending on how you knew her, would get uh, the conversation rolling in various different ways. But uh, yesterday they had the uh, memorial and put her to ground. And God bless Virginia Ramos, the tamale lady. Uh, I loved her so much, and uh, many, many of us did as well. So, uh, you know, uh, that's all I got to say about that. Uh, in between, uh, our San Francisco and our community has uh, just uh, as well, you know, uh, you know, just gone through some weird changes. And, you know, uh, as far as that goes, I mean, each time that weird change happens, I, I tend to feel you the city loses a little bit of its soul because I mean there's so many of us left uh, you know these the the new generation or the new generation or the, the new generation hell who knows I'm kind of like an old man nowadays it was just my birthday last week guys so anyhow that being said I mean lack of respect and lack of empathy and lack of humanity you know i mean uh you see that uh i'm sure i'm not the only old codger said that probably for eons people have said the same thing and uh you know i mean dude the other day it's like uh you know, you know young kids over at benders i mean it's like uh the obvious a whole techie consortium of uh, those folks who never seem to 
look like they've ever got out of their house or still in a, believe they're in a college dorm, Yahoo and all that good stuff. But you order 12 PBRs, you get a tray for it. You don't leave a $2 tip, motherfuckers. You leave $12 tip. It's $1 tip for every goddamn beer. And, uh, well, actually, I'm just kind of screaming right now at the mic because all you folks are probably people who, you know, know how to get their way out around a place, especially a bar. I mean, uh, comparatively to, you know, the younger generation. But, uh, all right, so let's get back into motorcycles. You know, uh, everything's been going well so far. I have my 99R1 personally, and, uh, you know, I just ran across a few things and uh, old bikes. So here we go. I bought that bike with 17,000 miles, right? And I really, really got a good deal. The bike is like, I get nothing but compliments. Um to me, when I look at it, I go, or you are, or you are. But I mean, that's just, I guess, a, a product of nature for myself, which should probably be changed. But um, anyhow, uh, everyone else just looks at the, this bike and uh, they're just, O-E-R, yeah, it's a beautiful blue 1999 R1. If you folks don't know what that is, it's uh, Yamaha made a 1,000cc motor into a race chassis back in the day. So, I mean, uh, Yamaha has always been doing that. They had the 1990R1, uh, which was a delta box swing arm, which is a big old, huge aluminum trunk with a big old massive aluminum swing arm. And they've always had the five valve genesis motor so i mean that was kind of unique as well so they're they're kind of innovative and uh you know highly respected in the racing world and uh they there's uh, in between then you know they had the 600 and a very rare yzf 750 or if you're super lucky an owo uh i think it's owo one uh, someone's going to have to call me and correct me. But anyways, they had the YZF750 as well. Uh, the R1 in 98 was a revolutionary bike, just as similar as the, I believe it was like 91, 92, CBR900RR, which was one of the most prettiest, beautiful, lightest-looking bikes ever made, with the exception of that 16-inch front rim. You know. But anyhow, uh, long story short, I mean... Uh, the R1 is an excellent motorcycle. I got some miles in it. And the thing about buying an older bike, um, you got to look for the hidden costs, uh, obviously. Uh, usually, uh, I was just looking into a truck, a couple of pickup trucks myself, actually. And uh, one of my dear friends, Josh, uh, who should get on the show one of these days, and uh Looking for trucks, Alex. Uh, always check out the interior and in the pictures. If the interior isn't spotless, then that'll tell you a lot about the owner, uh, you know, as far as taking care of the interior. Because, you know, it's, it's true. Some people really take care of their vehicles where others use the shit out of them. And you can always see that in, in, in appearance and such, you know. So I was very lucky to get this R1. However, you know, um, I got it with 17,000 miles in 1999. And and now I'm sitting here at uh, 24, so I'm getting ready for the big uh, valve adjustment and such, you know. And uh, I get a lot of boys at my shop. I work over at Tokyo Moto, and uh, the deal with buying 1990s bikes, or, or, or older for that matter, is um, like Wade mentioned last show, uh, hidden costs when you buy things. I mean, uh, in the end, uh, yeah, boy, theoretically, you should probably repack all your bearings if not replace them you know that unless you're a proper mechanic yourself or racer have your time you know in a garage space that takes 
a lot of money. You know, I mean, uh, that being said, you also have tires, chains and sprockets and such. So, I mean, uh, it ends up being a, a big deal and in, in investment. Uh, so let's say you get a really nice bike. Plan on spending a thousand dollars to really make it perfect. You know, you don't want to have a forty-five automatic without a, a you know, a properly being lubed, cleaned, and everything. Anyhow, uh, Wade Boy just got into the shop, and let me put on some music. Let's get our bearings, and uh, we'll have this conversation shortly about having a uh, older bike and what it takes to get into it. And uh, thank you, Wade, for taking my helmet and gloves off the bike because they would have been stall. Yeah, I would have really sucked. But uh, I was unlocking the studio getting in today, and I just forgot to turn around and pick everything up because I was a little late. All right, guys, so, so have fun listening to some music here shortly, and then from there, we'll be getting back to you and uh, have a nice conversation about what it takes to you know a lot of nice used bikes out there however what does it take to actually pay for it in the end as far as the back ends you know fees is anything cheers I made up my mind when I was 17 I ain't with no marriage and a wedding ring I be a player for life, forget about a wife She just ain't my type Cause I'll back each hoe and get richer And if it ain't like that then I forget ya I know you're just a freak hoe, you're so nasty That's why you're scared when you walk right past me Bitch, now you're looking back all dogs must chase the cat, so here I come. I just wanna fuck you and cut. Treat you like a trampy slut. So much game when a homie's tough. Meet a bitch like you and smooth come up. I have your fake ass closing out bank accounts. Spitting straight pimp game from the Oakland town. It's been done before, and bitch, I do it again. Break your mama, your sister, and all your friends. Short dogs on the microphone And I won't stop macking till my bank is long So try to break me if you wanna From me you get nothing but drama If you a rich bitch, I got a new twist And if you're with it bitch, then we can do this Put me on the payroll, kick me down bankroll Buy me a Benz and keep my tank full Cause other than that, I don't want no broad Short dog ain't nothing but a dog From me stoking streets So motherfuck you damn shithead freaks Couldn't pay me enough To treat you right Cause short dog ain't nothing nice Like a sucker motherfucker Let his bitch be bought Tell him how much she want And let me use your car I'm from Oakland bitch And you can check my rap And out here fake bitches get slapped Let a bitch get bold with me I start acting like gold deep Tell me who's in the house now, shorty the pimp And I'm the last motherfucker that'll pay your rent I ain't blind, I know you're fine as fuck But you a trap, bitch, you ain't mine, what's up? Trying to give me some pussy, but I want some head And I already know everything you did They say you fuck like an old-ass tired bitch But the word is out, you suck some good-ass dick And I don't want nothing if I can't get it all you should know, cause I ain't nothing but a dog, bitch.
the dog. Bitch, fuck with me, she got to do it all. Most brothers try to take freaks out. I get a room and stick my dick in her mouth. They spend money on a movie and some dinner. But short dog will go straight up in her. I give bitches no respect. The way I run my game, they understand this shit. You couldn't be like me, cause you'll just buy her things. Used to be perfume, but now it's diamond ring. I remember when I fucked your prom date. You bought her dress and everything, but she just couldn't wait. For the prom to end, so she could call me up. It was our very first date, and it was cool to fuck. Now I be doing this shit all the time. I got bitches on my mind. Change in 1992 Cause I still gotta find some new Sweet black butcher call it I won't say it But if it's laying in my bed I'ma fade it Short dog ain't nothing but a dog Used to clown the hoes at the East Mine Mall I was acting like a pimp when I was seven Started sucking up game at 11 And at the age of a young 14 I started knocking young hoes on the scene Give a fuck less about a bitch Thinking like that short dog got rich Now I'm making M's and you think I'm weak Cause I'm always down at these toe-up freaks Tell me who's the man and who's the mouse Bitch, bitch I'm Audi 5 to my dog house She just kissed my dick I need a bitch with a beeper A full-time tramp She can't suck dick like she's licking a stamp But she can lick it all around Or swallow it whole Deep throw this dick and act real bold You go to sleep, just straight rob your ass Cause hoes like to steal and take all your cash And when hoes go to jail Pimps make bail Take them to the stroll and let the pussy sell Cause to a trick they're just quick nuts But to a grandmother, they're like big sluts And if you're short dog, they look like bankrolls If I ever go broke, I just break hoes Cause hoes were made to be broken It happens every day in Oakland I need a bitch, that's one thing I know Put my money where my mouth is and break them hoes To a foe Alright, welcome back to Racers Alley And uh, holy moly Wade Boyd's in the house, and we were just talking about, uh, you know, uh, last show I was here. Uh, like I said, I was gone. We were we were gone last week, uh, and uh, the Batmobile. Yar. So since the Batmobile came along, uh, 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 we you know it's a beautiful old Corvette, uh, circa 1980. Uh, Wade, what did you just get? Christine actually got it. Well, Anyhow, uh, yeah. It was seven, a present from you to Christine? Seven, no, she's got to get it for doing stuff. Um, anyhow, um, 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 I'll get to borrow it once or twice. Um, 
It's a 72 El Camino with a 350 Chevy. Uh, this one's kind of actually been, it's got a million miles on. It's been sitting for, I think, it looks like it's been sitting. And uh, it's rust, got, you know, surface rust on everything, especially from the bottom. But nothing's been changed. It's all original. It hasn't been uh, beat up or anything. Dad had it, and it, it's actually in good shape. Yeah, uh, my my uncle Ed, uh, as I mentioned before here, uh, taught me to ride and such. But he he actually had the old uh, El Camino SS. Uh, it was a forest green, and uh, I'm really you know it was beautiful. He had a painted, but it's a beautiful, beautiful car. Uh, El Caminos are funny. They're they're hot rods, but they're trucks. And and when I I did see the truck out front of your house, actually Wade, and uh, it was. It was a little bit, uh, how do you say, dark out, and uh, I might have been a little bit, uh, you know, uh, otherwise. Uh, anyhow, uh, that looked great. Holy moly, it didn't look like there was any crash damage. It looked straight. Yeah, it's totally straight. The uh, the rear bumper has a ding on it in it, and that's a, that's really about it. I just kind of went over everything today, so you kind of got to go over everything that you just bought this used true and, and you, know. you know that that, that being said uh, yeah you got to touch everything make sure everything's right yeah. you know yeah so and somebody says well what about this what about that how's the brakes or the brake this dude said he, he put new tire wheels and brakes on it the wheels make the visually make yes the car. The I, wheels, I, yeah they're stuck they're the not wheels like look good. i wiped them all down they're all great and everything front tire pressure um, I went up two pounds in the front. Had thirty pounds in the front. Had fifteen in the back. Uh, Holy moly! That's like a drag strip or not? You yeah, know. So like, they were lacking stuff. Everything was lacking. They, they they bought it somewhere else. They're flipping it just like flipping houses, and they made some money and everything. Dude knew what he was getting his hands on. Knew he could make some money out of it, and it was actually real nice. Somebody's got to touch it. And it was a, like a grab it and run. So everybody's happy. Dude knew what he had his hands on. They didn't do very much to it, but it actually worked really good. Well, you know, uh, that being said, Wade, you know, we've we've been around the block here and there for a while as far as getting stuff and such. And I mean, I... I I remember, actually, when uh, you got the uh, 57 Chevy. That was all gray, wasn't it? Yeah, it was totally gray. It was... It was swearing it was done and everything, but it really needed a paint job. So somebody came up and said, would you paint my car? And I said, yeah, if I can paint mine. And so we painted it. Um, it needed minimal stuff. I eventually did blow it up, and a, a buddy put a new motor in it for me. One of our buddies. And who is that buddy? Eric Lindauer. Right? I just heard you uh, ended up sponsored him uh, with the Isle of Man GSXR 1000 or 750? Um, well, it started out by, so my my sponsor, Richard at Sportscraft, anyhow, um, he said we got to be nice to him because he's being our mechanic and everything and really helping us out. So I set him up with my KZ 1000 which is in his house is happy he's ridden it twice uh 
With Arma? Um, twice with Arma, yeah. Yes. The second time it had a rear brake problem, but <laughs> yeah. anyhow, uh, sometimes so, shit just happens. Well, that's racing, so, you know. I mean, especially on older bikes, you just never know when something's going to something happen, yeah. and that's that's just racing, you know. Yeah. But the bike's beautiful, and he'll be back out there on that again. And uh, what's the what's yeah, the deal? Totally. So it's growing. He got a new exhaust. I got the wrong exhaust for it. So um, we got fronted the right exhaust, and so he made another progression he's done a couple races and so rich goes why don't let's take him to philip island with us and why don't we put him on your isle of man bike which is sitting over there kind of yes uh, part of the subculture fleet and uh if you get on the website uh, racers alley uh, i believe we just showed uh, uh had pictures of that bike it's uh it's classic i mean yeah. uh, if, if all you know the uh, the the origins of a uh, uh, modern sport well they're all modern in every decade but uh, the gsx are seven. 50 is is it a 750 weight yeah maybe there you are um, um, but uh, that's that's the, that's the chassis you know and that's yeah. the look and it has all the body work it, it looks wonderful yeah uh, it is yeah it really is uh, so we bought know, an eBay eBay motor out of Leeds in England to finish the Manx race which we did totally finish and everything so this bike has a story <clears throat> elaborate Oh, actually, kind of a big story. So Go it, on. Had, it had a big motor in it. We went over to the Isle. Rich has never been there before. So the Isle of Man is a race over there for folks of you that don't understand. Over in Europe, it's one of the biggest races in the world. Been around 100 years, uh, over 100 years now. Yeah. And, uh, it's like so the Olympics of road racing. It is the Olympics of road racing. And uh, you always told me it's like a climbing Mount Everest to get there. And yeah. uh, that being said, there's two races there on the island. Uh, the Isle of Man TT, which tends to have the modern bikes. And then the Manx GP, which to me is uh, just as honorable. It's just as hard, and they do classic bikes like Armour Wood, as well as certain year bikes uh, of the, let's say, uh, 90s and down. Yeah, yeah. And now it's the Manx GP and the classic TT. So they're, the government is kind of taken over. It's half the Manx Motorcycle Club and half mm. the government, which is taking the your TT ri- riders and putting them on these really nice bikes it's just it's a draw it, it draw it, it's a draw yeah it drops a, the uh lap times immensely and it's harder for folks like us i mean uh just yeah. so you all know out there uh wade's race the isle of man tt and manx gp and myself uh alex has raced the isle of man tt and manx gp and you know this has been a thing going on for a while that we hope wouldn't bleed into so to speak the manx gp whereas the tt now is so sponsored it's like formula one so for an average guy to go out there you need to have a shit ton of money right i mean you have to be really set up you know you kind of need a team and an 18 wheeler yeah it's uh it has to do with times and to get those times you have to have a bike it's really is like team and money super bike territory uh ama or a more more like european super bike if those uh, as a racer well those of you listening out there with motorcycles who understand racing you understand what i mean when i say that budget you know so the manx gp is 
always been a, an a race that uh, had to do with getting the novices out there which was you know which to me it's it's ludicrous to call that a, 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 a you know a, a novice race to, to even be out there you have to be so yeah, you have to be very confident yeah and then it's, it was mostly vintage on top of it and the vintage is hard because the vintage tend to break much more than the modern bike so yeah so it yeah it was a vintage affair that's being taken over to a certain extent and think about uh boy when i went there uh uh 2005 i mean um i rented a bike but if you you, you get the packet when you join to to the the qualification packet and the vintage packet was just like your vintage bike had to go through so many you had to have actually every receipt you know every yeah. bowl i Does mean they really credentials exactly they don't want someone out there on a vintage bike with an axle braking because it's really from 1919 you know so they, they they really do take care of those folks and uh so anyways let's get back around to the part of i mean yeah the manx gp is getting harder to get in for the average man uh because of the fact that uh, now they're allowing you know uh, the new class racers to go out there and uh, demonstration, but they're, they're taking they're taking the times with them, which makes it a lot harder for the average bloke to actually go out there and run, you know. And yeah, so that's yeah, yeah, so. there are. <laughs> so anyhow, uh, you know, I was uh, talking to my friend Chuck the other day. He goes, Alex, I listen to your show, man. Sometimes you go turn left, you turn right, and you know, usually we're just going the way the conversation goes. So we might go from one thing to another, and you know, just catch the wave and keep on going. So, back to the El Camino. Yar. So, good truck. Man, it's a beautiful body work. And I imagine uh, there's going to be a paint job in the future. Maybe turquoise? <laughs> if I was in charge. Yar. Uh, <laughs> I would think so. She, her hair is tur- turquoise right now. Well, uh, but, Christine, yeah, always. So she, but that'll, that'll make it pretty. And then, and then, so I just told you the other day, she didn't know that it's it's very sought after and and dot 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 that we had to put a lock on it every time you walk away from it put a lock on it oh boy yeah that 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 El Camino will be I said the body's perfect my uncle had one man well, holy moly that'll be taken got, in a flat second it's, yeah it's got <laughs> some body rot on the bottom and 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 that's fine the but, truck you gave me had some and boy that was very sought and, after as well yeah anyhow yeah. <laughs> she went what <laughs> yeah, so um, once she starts driving in the mission, da, 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 you know, like, I'm sure people will be, she'll notice, like, I've just been driving my Oki down the mission, and everyone's going, yeah, man, you know, because it really is a classic, you know. Our, yeah, yeah, really nice. We were on a freeway the other day, and there was another one. There was one coming up in the mirror. Actually, just a year or two older, but it was coming up. It was looking, and it was perfect. It looked dynamite. And he goes, oh, honey, look over. Here comes your car. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Goes motoring by. Really nice. He goes, oh, I can't have one that nice. I work and I have to deliver onions and, you know, restaurant supplies and, 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 and. (laughs) No, once, 
you know, as, as anything, I mean, once you get something proper, I mean, all of a sudden you'll notice that people pay a different attention and they won't hit your car, hopefully. And hopefully, are, and then, yeah, yeah you now know, you'll be afraid. Respect, you Don't know? be touching my car. Yeah, so you got to watch things like my R1. I'm, I'm very particular about that bike. And, and, yeah, I had a Leaf hit it the other day, and I'm going, dude, a Leaf hit my bike, you know, but uh, it's better than a bunch of cars. But you love something. I mean, it's beautiful. I mean, you take care of it. I mean, the city's really hard on stuff, but uh, boy, that El Camino is really bitching. Totally reminds me of my Uncle Ed's. Man, I ended up taking my Uncle Ed's to uh, uh, Willow Springs. First and last time he ever loaned me a truck. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, I went through that a lot, especially when I was uh, racing in my younger years. I, anyone who had a truck, I definitely borrowed it, you know. But uh, anyhow... Uh, Boy, yeah, yeah beautiful. Totally I, I got I got back there so I got to Willow Springs so fast from here. That it had a yeah big motor and stuff. Cost me a hundred dollars in gas back then. So this is probably nineteen ninety. Oh yeah, it's Willow Springs. So ninety one or ninety two. Yeah, we we're amazed it cost that much in gas, but we were also amazed it only took us five hours to get there. <laughs> so we were just flying, you know, a beautiful, beautiful truck. Nice to have a V8. Yeah, you know, it's a purr, it just goes down the road. And just, ah, yeah, beautiful, beautiful night. So uh, let us take a break for a second. Please enjoy our tunes. Uh, and uh, yeah, all right. Next time we'll talk about, uh, of course, when I left here, I was just mentioning uh, earlier buying a bike and the hidden costs you know just like having a truck really so yar yar be safe guys
If you want it, you can have it But you gotta learn to reach out there and grab it Cause everybody
R-E-R. Welcome back to Racer's Alley. And, uh, yeah, having a good time here with Mr. Wade Boyd and myself, Alex Torres Mori. And, again, thank you for Mutiny, Ra- Mutiny Radio here in the Mission. And, uh, Pamtastic, happy birthday. And uh, we love happy you all. Birthday. Happy birthday. And uh, this Friday, uh, Pam's going to have a show, uh, I believe, from 8 on. So if you can come to Mutiny Radio Comedy Club uh, Friday from 8 on, it'll be Pam Tastic's birthday show, which would be fucking awesome. Yar, yar, you know. <laughs> right? That's right. Come on down. <laughs> yeah, Rock and roll. come on down. Rock and roll. So, you know, we were just mentioning, uh, I guess this uh, show today is about uh, having things that you buy that are not necessarily new and cost involved. And, uh, well, I mean, there's a lot of cool factor, really, when you buy something uh, old and uh, especially refurbish it. I mean, we've we've seen a lot at the Manx GP. We've seen here. I mean, uh, Wade, you have uh, your 57 Chevy. You have Weebub, and we've mentioned that before. And now you got a, you know, a Chevelle and uh, 1972. 1972. Yeah. 1972. Yar. And uh, not to mention all the other bikes and such, you know. And uh, as a, you know, someone who wants to do things like that, it's there's always costs involved to just keep it, you know, running right. But the cool part is, I mean, you're not on a Prius. I mean, you go down the street, no matter what, there's a definite cool factor. Am I wrong? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Just... Almost, almost no matter what you got. But so you get it. Usually, if you're going to keep it and everything, play with it, get a manual, and then start playing with it and touch it and see where it's at, what it wants. And you end up giving it what it wants, whether you're going to go stock or modify it or whatever. So, it, you know, it wants X amount to run and do what you want. And then cosmetics is after that, whether you want duct tape or you want a paint job or whatever you want. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's rat rods, which are totally, like, rusty and all hacked up, and there's actually yeah. the, the, so the stock version of them. I got a rat rod I'm building because it became a thing, so I got a kind of a Model A rat rod thing, so it's rusted. Um, I let it, I let it st- stay out under this tree. I even turned it around because it's, it's not only rusting red, but it's rusting with green. Oh, and patina. So, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to clear coat it in this particular rust um, paint that lets it preserve itself just the way it is. So Neat. even that works. And so, you know, some people are doing stuff like that. And then there's all the way up to your full blown paint job on a new fairing or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, you can see uh, obviously in shows. And I think uh, Jimmy's old car picnic will be coming up soon and you'll get a lot of, a lot of variants. Yeah. Uh, no yeah. telling what you'll see. There's usually about 400 cars, a bunch of bikes and stuff and whatever. And really nice. Good time. Yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, anyone's welcome. Uh, as far as that goes, you can always hit them up on the email bay. I mean, uh, in webs and uh, see what the Jimmy's old cars uh, entry is. If you have a nice old car, I mean, definitely bring it yeah. out there. It's actually, you know? it's called something else. It's a, it's a, it's no uh, old car picnic no more. It's old car picnic, but it's not Jimmy's. So. But it's, you know, anyhow. Anyways, yes. So you all look it up, and it's not Jimmy's old car picnic. It's something else. But, uh, yeah, I mean, um, holy moly. I was just talking to uh, Miss Katie and Emily, and, uh, you know, I had that beautiful uh, 77 Alfa Romeo Spider, which uh, that was the wrong year to have. But, uh, anyhow, because of smog, uh, 
Yeah, it's running again, and uh, yeah, that's who we are. You know, it's uh, sold it to a friend. I ended up buying a. Um, Holy moly, uh, always wanted a VMAX. Always, always, always. My uncle had one, and it's just like, uh, it was a really, you know, uh, an era, like we were just mentioning earlier, the GSXR and such. And um, the VMAX was a boulevard bike and uh, came out in 1984 5 and uh, had a horsepower, so they say, but it just like went like stink. It had a V boost and, you know, uh, I ended up getting one of those, and unfortunately, um, oh, sometimes you buy a bike that works, and sometimes you buy just like nothing but a headache, you know. But uh, I really did like for a second when that thing just tore like a bat out of hell, you know. It's, it's neat to have things that uh, are different, and uh, this circles around to originally when I, I, I came in this at the start of uh, the show getting bikes and uh, all bikes and uh you know what does it take uh what is, you know it might look perfect like my 99 r1 and i was just mentioning earlier well you know uh i got at 17 now i'm at 25 so i know it's gonna have to have to valve adjustment but um this is actually a bike i raced at the alabama so i know everything about it you know i can everything's gonna be done right you know but for the average person it does cost money to rebuild something thing and uh you know everything takes something and uh so this 99 i mean uh, if you're buying a used bike from the 90s i think you should probably expect uh, getting steel braided brake lines i think you should probably expect maybe rebuilding master cylinders you should probably expect uh you know re-greasing it steering head bearings uh fork seals you know uh Interestingly enough, no one ever, ever, ever does their fork oil. Unless you're a racer, you do your fork oil all the time. But average Joe, I mean, geez, when's the last time your SV got fork oil done, Wade? What, oh, what's that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it's a, it's a major job. Yeah, it, it's ready for it. Um, I was just looking at it today. It's ready for it. But, yeah, when was the last time something like that was touched? Good luck. Yeah, the only time you really touch things like that, I mean, you're talking your shock linkages, and I'm talking about, you know, the, even the new R6s, 2010. We are in 2018, apparently, and boy, oh boy, you know, theoretically, you should be touching it every couple of years. No one ever, ever, ever does it, unless you're a racer. And even for that matter, unless you're a top racer you would never think about taking all that shit apart but, and uh, somebody else does it for you so why would i do that <laughs> exactly you know yeah it's just that they change everything at every moment so you know as far as having motorcycles um I have my new 99R1, uh, which is a 1999. When I say new, I've had it for August. So I've had it for 14 months. And uh, I'm proud to say that, uh, boy, I went to DMV, Wade. So we'll be able to do uh, DMV uh, SMR ride soon. Next week, I should be able to get a license plate. Well, and I've had like that you. lit for a while, you know. And since I've had that, you know, uh, my brakes don't work. You know, the suspension's a little stiff and all that stuff. And that's what you get when you buy an older bike so you know it's about uh, new steel lines it's about rebuilding the rear shock 
block. It's about changing the front fork oil. I mean, it's like, it's the, the basic dynamics. I mean, uh, as, as far as the interior motor and everything, it should be done, but it's the hydraulics that you really want to take care of. And, uh, you know, uh, holy moly, you know, it's like, so that's like 19 year old rubber braid, rubber lines, you know, I mean, uh, rubber I, everything. Yeah, exactly. Rubber everything. And that, that just, you need to look at that just as well as vehicles. I mean, everything needs to be touched. You know, I'm sure if uh, the uh, El Camino had belts, I'm sure you're going to want to replace those belts. I'm sure they're not stuck. You know, yeah. it's like a million years old, you know, that type of thing. You know, uh, so, yeah, I mean, looking at stuff, I mean, when you get... It's a lot cooler, in my opinion, now to have old things, but I'm an old codger. You know, I had a chance to buy a brand new R1, but the fact of the matter is I don't like any new bikes, period. You know, you got all this anti-everything, and as Ooh, well as I it's do. like, yeah, I know. It's <laughs> like, Wade, yeah, Wade loves everything, you know, and he's uh, raring to get a new R1. Me, I'm just like an old codger, and yeah, it's... Uh, everything's complicated and uh yeah it's like you'd love to have a new r1 wouldn't you, you yeah i would love to you'd only little see a little puff of smoke <laughs> and i'd be gone one of the boys on the smr have that or uh, not that comes out every day but every once in a while yeah and it's you've yeah, seen one a couple of them i rode one for a second no and, kidding and then and, and they're so fast you are yeah, that's what I hear. There's yeah, no like twice, twice as fast. It's a whole new, it's a whole new generation out there. We got old stuff. Well, it's a GP bike, is what it is. It's yeah. just trickle down, and that's the production version. Yeah, you know, I was at the AFM races a couple of well, about a, last year, and had one of the next to us a new Ducati, new Ducati uh, dude. You know. Um, Obviously, a veteran, experienced, looks like us, and, uh, you know, he's on his laptop. R.I.R. every time it comes in. It's got active suspension and everything else. It's just like nowadays, I mean, these bikes are, I mean, you really do get GP bike technology. You know, it's like uh, you can buy everything. You know, so I'm just still stuck on the old, like, uh, 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 stick shift. You know, it's like this new stuff is great, but... Uh, yeah, you know, I'm not really. Yeah, it's it's not something that really appeals to me. I guess is the easiest way to put it. And um, you, that you can ride everything. You yeah, love. You haven't ridden one yet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I haven't ridden one yet. So I, um, boy. That being said, yeah, Wade's actually pretty on top of that. I just, um, I just got a Vanson coat. Uh, from work and uh, I haven't ad owned a proper leather coat for motorcycles since 1988 proper you know I mean I've always had my uh, just uh, I have my race leathers I have uh, three and a half meaning the first one won't ever work again but uh, it was really neat Putting on that leather jacket, I feel so much feel cooler. Good, right? Holy moly, I did not expect that. How much joy. It's been a long time, you know, feeling my leathers and stuff and SMR, but textiles, RER, but yeah, it sure did, Wade. I mean, I was just so, um, I guess you could be, uh, say, surprised at like putting on something. I mean, I had a suit for Abby's wedding and I felt like a million bucks, but that is like, fuck, you know, you end up being like, ah, you know, it, it's, it's, yeah. it's, yeah, it's a difference. When, when I went and bought my zoot suit on mission street, <laughs> I was looking for a purple one and, and they had some, but they weren't that 
great. I, it didn't really appeal to me, but there was this red one. Yeah. Didn't need batteries or anything. It just glowed. It was it fantastic. It was on the, on the dummy out front. Yeah. That, that I walked by. It was like, okay, okay, Mr. Dummy. Yeah, that sheen. <laughs> yeah. Your coat looks pretty good. Uh, where do I find one of those? I went over, got one, put it on, poof. Oh, man. I felt like a million bucks. Right? Whoa. You know, it, there is a difference, you know. It's, 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 it's interesting, you know, and I hadn't felt that in a million years. So, well, I, well, yeah, it was really neat. You know, yeah, and, uh, totally agree. yeah, R E R. So you uh, got to run with it. I, I totally did buy that red zoot suit. Yeah, it was. Uh, like, it's the best one I got. And then uh, hopefully, Wade, you throw a picture of that because I know you have holding the uh, TT medal uh, over on the aisle in that suit. And uh, yeah, throw a picture of that in yeah. Racers Alley. And uh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's really cool. <laughs> it, 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 pictures don't even do it justice. And they go, where'd you, where'd you get that? On Mission Street in America, in San Francisco, it's, yeah. it's American. At the Isle of Man, you know, and it's like, you know, yeah, a zoot suit <laughs> at the Isle. It really looked great, Wade. I mean, uh, yeah, that was cool. And on top of that, I believe um, you and um, uh, I believe Christine were actually dressed to the, the nines, and you had Goldie, the scooter. Yeah. <laughs> that's our, our golden limo that's yeah. how we get from here to there from one party to the next yeah we've got a we got a golden scooter out there a honda i think it's a passport it's an, yeah whatever so passport, one, of the, nine, one of the big nine, scooters step through 90 grandpa's bike yeah but over there but it's, uh, it's the gold one they they made a million of these those and everything but they only made one gold one and we got the gold one so that's why we call it the golden limo and it, yeah yeah it goes everywhere and it not super fast but i learned how to wheelie it and everything <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean uh when i was there as well i mean it was a great way to get around and uh first time there i mean there's these folks called the purple helmets holy moly they all run those things and they, they just uh, i guess you could call it a circus kind of acrobatic but they're a bunch of old boys in uh, uh long uh, i guess uh brown uh, trench coats and brown or black helmets no smiling <laughs> i was the only real purple helmet there i had a purple jacket a purple helmet golden bike and and, and and i just wanted to mix with them like rudolph i wanted to come play at the games come on and you know those, those guys are totally dynamite they built on their own show to actually go enduro racing or whatever kind of racing they're actually doing but they made up this show they got all these 90s they collect all the ones on the island man so i'm trying not to let them have mine yeah i'm surprised <laughs> they don't, that's pretty cool they haven't called you yet. Yeah, that sounds pretty hey, cool hey mate uh, who, who, we got a guest in here today how you doing mate? i'm doing well hey um i'm i go by buddha on the block um i'm a host um for a show that's coming on at eight to ten tonight called stay lit buddha so uh welcome to our show we're racers alley here and uh you have a show uh 
uh, from eight to ten call. I'm um, stay lit. Stay lit. Right on. Yeah. Oh yeah. Whoa. Welcome to Racers Alley. Yeah, right on, man. <laughs> it's um, it's a pleasure, man. I love motorcycles. Um, grew up by um Holly Davidson. It's most of my life because um, my family's mixed with uh, military and um and Hell Angels. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Nice. No, uh, boy, uh, we 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 know all them folks here, and uh, nothing like great great for motorcycling. Oh yeah, man. You gotta love a good motorcycle, man. It's like the sound of it, the look of it, man. I just I wish I knew how to ride one, so I knew how the how it feels. I could only go. imagine. <laughs> there you go. Right on, yeah. right on. Yeah, yeah. So, what's your show about? Uh, um, eight to ten. Well, it's um all about having a good time, bringing positivity to the world, um through the lovely flower of cannabis. Um, okay. And we uh, we heard about that here on our show. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, some people like to call it the devil lettuce. I like to call it God's vagina, but hey, whatever, you know. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, basically, uh, <laughs> it's a, it's a nice show about the herb. Yeah, and um, we like to promote local artists from hip hop to EDM to um, even rock and roll. Man, like we love we love every music, and we feel like a true pothead will listen nice. to every music. Like it's good yeah, music, well, it's I mean, good it's, music, man. Yeah, yeah. It's a creativity, it's enjoyment. Someone's yeah. got to have like music, so exactly. Man. If you can all relate to it, board. Man. if you yeah. can relate to it, it doesn't matter what kind of music it is. That's what I say. <laughs> there you go. That's right. Perfect. Uh, uh, right on. Right on. So uh, uh, on your show, you just gonna have soundtracks going on. Um, yeah. Or? Um, I'm actually gonna be showing a sneak peek of a song that I'm about to drop this Saturday called um, "Don't Get It Twisted." Um, it's actually um, a long time coming. Um, I've been trying to rap for like the last eight years been having trouble um rapping on beat because of my speech impediment and i'm finally ready to actually truly release something that i'm on beat and um it, it's pretty cool it's kind of funny yeah. but if you really listen to it it has a really deep meaning within my first voice um i i kind of twisted it in society we like to slam women I slam guys in this song. <laughs> so, like, you know, like, I'm, I'm talking about, you know, don't like, don't pay attention to like these hoes, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. You know, go look for a real woman, but for the meantime, work on yourself. You know, try to go out and make that money because, you know, money is the root of getting shit done, at least to my belief system. Yeah. 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 Nice. So, uh, you're a creator, you're a musician, you're a um, singer, um, uh, rapper, so single, rapper, comedian, artist, all around. I, I love everything. I, nice. I'm, I'm just a creator. Good. Yeah. And Whoa. keep on creating. I mean, uh, Wade is a creator as well. I mean, I've had my talents as well. It's just like you just find what you're strong in and mm -hmm. you just try to keep pushing through, you know. Exactly. And uh, sometimes it's harder than others. But, it, I mean, in the end, if you, if, if, if you really like what you do, you don't care what anyone else says. Exactly. And you just do it exactly you, know, you gotta do what you love man you ain't yeah. get one life do the like, knowledge that we have yeah you know? exactly you know in, in yeah. the end it's all about um, yeah you just heard about this guy Bansky fellas right um, education. The, the New York Bansky guy. And I'm really bad so, with names. So you okay, guys, well, yeah. anyways, he had this picture over in the, one of the biggest uh, uh, artist, uh, you know, uh, galleries, and the, the the picture just shredded halfway through. You know, and an artistic quality. I mean, that picture ended up being worth three times. <laughs> yeah. because he ended up having a thing you know it's like it's beautiful you know, how things like that can well, happen well creativity and artistic uh, uh impressions i mean 
they're up to the eye the beholder mm-hmm. you know and that shredded painting all of a sudden triple fold exactly you know? so it's it's it's, it's weird because i mean uh, to me uh, a lot more paintings would be a lot more worthful you know i mean it's in the eye of the beholder and what you express with what you do mm-hmm. or especially if you if you listen to stuff like being a musician you know and, and no matter what i mean you just plug through i mean um in the end, uh, it's all about for yourself. Exactly. Like, like yeah. if you don't do it for yourself, what's the point on living? Well, yeah, and I, I've gone across that myself lately. You know, it's like, um, you know, if, if something's not making you happy, just change it. Exactly. You know? We are we are God. Yeah. Well, we have the, we have self. You know, uh, we're able to do so. Hopefully, yeah. at least know? I believe. You know, I believe each one of us are God. We like you are me, and I am you, and we are God. At least yeah. in my belief. <laughs> so, you know, well, you know, yeah. it's like we we all take care of ourselves. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You have to. There. Well, yeah, and it's. Hopefully you have a pals, you know, because there's mm-hmm. nothing like having a, uh, you know, like Pam Tastic is going to have a comedy show. But I was mentioning to Dimitri the other day, our pal Dima here, and it's just like, um, boy, and even I've thought myself. I mean, I, I've written and stuff, and I've done stuff. It's like try and do a one minute comedy skit. Mm-hmm. Why, why, why not, man? Easy. You know, people laugh. I mean, it's just like, you know how hard it is to make people laugh? It's difficult. You know, yeah, like, very awful. You know, so I mean, I that's one of the hardest. Yeah, it's a hard gig. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, so, uh, yeah, come by Friday. Pam Tastic's going to have her birthday show here. Oh, really? And, uh, happy yeah, birthday, but, Pam. Yeah, happy birthday, Pam. And she's going to have a lot of guests here, which I don't have on my notes right now. But for sure, for sure. Uh, man, but, Pam, uh, I might have have a little surprise for you. I might give you the special birthday lap dance from uh, this big booty right here. Uh, she, might listen, she, might li- she might listen and she'll go from there. Alright, we're going to take a five minute break. We'll be getting back to you soon. Yar, yar. Enjoy the music.
back. Welcome back to Racers Alley. Holy moly, that was quick. You are. So, anyways, uh, we're talking about bikes and such, and uh, gear and such. And I gotta say, I just got a Bates jacket. And holy moly, you know, we're just talking about that. It feels so good. And it's about refurbishing bikes as well. I mean, we're getting on nature where, you know, certain things. Uh, you kind of need to do, you know, to be proper. I mean, it's like it's always nice to have proper gear. It's always nice to have a tight bike, but in reality, it uh, a lot of times it takes time and, and uh, mm-hmm. money and such. And uh, eBay, I believe. Wait, I mean, a lot of times, I mean, uh, Christine is a really master at finding stuff. I mean, as far as arrow stitches, super and shopper from on eBay, or whatever, whatever, you, whatever you want. It's yeah. really good at. Oh, yeah, eBay is beautiful. It is, and the problem, you know, just make sure, you know, you get what you want, and uh, it fits right, but eBay is proper, mm-hmm. I mean, um, yeah, or, or Amazon, Amazon, Amazon. Yeah. and I hate to say those, because they're all tech companies, but if we need to find actual proper shit, you know, it's good, now, that being said, that does not include tires, that does not include steel lines, that does not include oil, that's not have to do anything with your motorcycle, because we have independent businesses here, and it's <laughs> God damn, pisses me off so much, you know. Oh, yeah, go go to the shop. Yeah, it's like... Don't uh, forget to go to the shop. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, my boss still doesn't oppose a, uh, how do you say, a uh, corkage fee. But, you know, there's nothing worse than you get this dude coming in and it's just like, oh, yeah, it's like... All right, how much for this, 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 and this? And it takes time to actually make an RO, which pair order is. And I was like, oh, yeah, it takes time, right? He goes... Okay, so that's going to cost that much? Okay, how much if I bring my own shit in? And to me, it's not only a slap on the face of a goddamn person, but I see it every day in the bars with these new guys trying to tip for girls and, you know, the bartender and shit. It's like, oh, yeah, it's a mentality. Mm-hmm. And uh, they don't, it's the same people who take Uber and shit. I mean, they open the door on the left side in traffic thinking that you're not going to run them over. You know, it's... Are. It's common so, courtesy. It's like it's something well, that people it, are losing. It, yeah, it's, it, they are losing the common courtesy. And this, so after I spend 15 minutes getting everything together, I go, okay, so how much if I bring my own stuff in? You know, and like, like that's who, why who I want to have a corkage fee. I want to have a corkage fee for everything. And mm-hmm. I was like, you made me do all this. But also, it's the fact of the matter is um, shops are going out of business. Mm-hmm. And if you want to bring your own tires, if you want to bring your own chain of sprockets, if you want to bring your own shit, it's like almost going into a restaurant. It's like, I got my pork chop here with my carrots and onions, and I got my bottle of wine and some water. How much for the table? <laughs> you know, it's almost insulting, you know. And, uh, you know, some people disagree, some people don't. But uh, I don't know. What are your thoughts? That's a, that's a, that's a tough one, but... Uh, there's a happy meeting between those, but yeah, you're going to need more than just a table if you go to a restaurant. Well, I mean, when we talk about tires and such, I mean, it's like $20, $30, but that adds up to $50. For you, as a, as a, as a, as a consumer, that's $50 that I could save, but Jesus Christ, you know, last year, four shops went out of business. What, what what happens when we go out of business for that $50 for each guy that thought $50 for $50? Mm-hmm. Go to Oakland. Go you to know? Oakland. Yeah. So it's it, it's really weird when it comes to that. And it's, it's, it's a kind of a... 
nowadays people like to save a buck, but really, you know, I thought the the motorcycle community, with the exception of the average twenty five percent dicks, uh, <laughs> would actually like uh, stand up for the community and support the community. You know, I mean, uh, unfortunately, City Bike just went out of uh, out of publication, and uh, you know, they they really did not try to. But the fact of the matter is, reality came over, you know, uh, what you want. And, mm-hmm. you know, sponsorship for the advertising and everything else died because, I mean, fact of the matter is, uh, online sales have killed a lot of businesses. And as far as motorcycle community, yes. You know, I mean, the reason you don't have someone to go to right now guess what you went to amazon you went mm-hmm. to goddamn ebay you went to uh, you know mm-hmm. and uh so that's my 25 seconds of rant <laughs> and, and for something like yeah. that <laughs> if, and if i may um, if for something like that you got to spend money for quality like um you know like like if you're getting a tattoo you don't want to go get a cheap tattoo from your friend because you know hey he's learning how to do tattoos nah you want to go to a professional shop Interestingly so, enough, like, that's a yeah, like, nice same, analogy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you want to know who you're dealing with, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and it's, it's going like, to be done right. It's going to be done right, and it's also, I'm sure you'll go. Apparently, I've never had a tattoo in my life. I have a bunch of scars, and Wade and I talked about more than once. Wade's got a bunch of old nice ones, and uh, I'm sure you do. Yeah, I have. I have two. One good one, and one bad one from a friend that. We were dabbing, and I thought it was a good idea as I was dabbing to get a tattoo yeah, from my friend. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah let funny. me try this on you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what are you doing? Ah, it's on your skin. But, uh, yeah. It's not uh, too bad, though. It's, like, it's fixable, luckily. So. Well, you could always go around it and do a bunch of other stuff, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Yeah, a bunch of our friends own shops, and, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I've never had one myself, but uh, soon, someday, maybe. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I, I personally love it. I was raised by people covered from like neck down, like every little part of the body covered tattoos. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. friends is yeah. It's like uh, in San Francisco, and also I, I guess in uh, nowadays, I mean, it's, it's becoming more normal. Yeah, it's becoming uh, more acceptable in most places. Well, and also um, there's a certain time where yeah, you can see a trend where it started. And, you know, nowadays, I mean, uh, it's not very uncommon to see sleeves, backs, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, every cover of uh, 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 legs, mm-hmm. you know, that type of thing. Uh, even yeah. face tattoos, now that's becoming somewhat more acceptable, even though I would never get a face tattoo because I think it's well, stupid. It's but little but, less than more, but yeah, no. boy, oh boy, that's a huge commitment. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, and uh, yeah. yeah. And it ha- to me, like, if you're going to get a face tattoo, you have to be really good with synonymously. Because you, you have to, like, look at the shape of your face to, to get it just right. If you don't do that, it's just going to look crappy for the rest of your life. Well, I mean, um, in general, I imagine. Mm-hmm. You just have to really be confident about getting a face tattoo. I mean, Tongans and uh, actually Southeast Asians, uh, uh, no, Southeast, uh, what do you call that? Uh, you know, the islands out there. 
you know, mm-hmm. uh, facial tattoos were a lot of uh, indigenous cultures. Yeah, like within I mean, the Samoan people, but, but even the, within the African, like, um, yeah. cultures too. Yeah, Samoans. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that area, the Indonesia, I, I don't know the islands. But anyhow, uh, that being said, you know, facial tattoos were a big thing in certain areas mm-hmm. as uh, normal. But uh, here in modern society... If you want to have a facial tattoo, boy, you definitely have to be committed. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know. and uh, yeah, it's, uh, support your local tattoo artists. I mean, mm-hmm. in this city, we have a bunch, and uh, uh, yeah. Support your local companies overall um, motorcycle shops, tattoo artists, mom and shop um, restaurants, cafes, whatever. Just, just support the local companies. Truly. And cheers yeah. on, oh, on, on that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's a like, uh, trying, uh, yeah, across the board, you know, your local bakeries, taquerias, everything. I mean, the city's all we have to, you know, take care of each other. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, God bless the tamale lady because, uh, yeah, she was an in- institution here. And before you boys came in, uh, I was having a whole conversation about my, uh, 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 well, about the tamale lady and how she uh, just got put into, uh, well, she passed and yesterday was her service. And, uh, Whoa. Boy, oh boy. Yeah. I mean, she fed a lot of people. She really did. And she helped a lot of people. Was that the one on like 19th Street? No, Tamale like Lady was an institution in the city oh, uh, oh, okay. at the bars uh, from 90, 90s on. to a bunch of bars. Oh, that's, yeah. that's, that's so, pretty cool. Yeah, wait. So, yeah. Say something like R.E.R. Yeah. <laughs> so, Tamale Lady, uh, yeah, she was, uh, the service was uh, uh, over. And uh, boy, oh boy. You know, we love the shit out of her and uh well actually should i be saying anyways uh <laughs> Damali lady uh boy you know in uh 2004 i ran the alaman tt uh on an r1 uh stock and uh right on my bike and you'll see all my pictures i love the tamale lady sf tamale lady did the isle of man yeah. There you go. <laughs> Zoom. Right? Uh, Thanks for that history lesson. Well, it was a big deal, actually. Yeah, she's, yeah. she's well-loved, and, uh, you know, we had her shirts, and uh, Wade and I have been many parties over at Zeitgeist and uh, her birthday, and, uh, yeah, she was just a, a legend. She was always there. Loving, you know, and that's a fact. That's beautiful. I, I just love learning the history of the city because there's just so much beauty that comes from the city. Like, just, like, from, from like, way back in the day, all the black-owned businesses. Well, yeah, like, the whole neighborhood. Uh, 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 yeah, it's just, it's, yeah it's just, there's so much beautiful history here. Yes. And, like, we can't lose the culture, man. There's, there's not, well, not it's all about the artist and yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone being individual. Yeah, for sure. And that's part of the show here at Mutiny Radio. I mean, Pamtastic uh, runs a show, and uh, Mutiny Radio, I mean, we're here in the mission, and uh, you can always get on our, our, our website and... Uh, Holy moly, every show, every hour, they have so many mm-hmm. different uh, variances of, uh, you know, entertainment, uh, comedy, uh, talk shows, uh, medical shows. I mean, you name it. Uh, just come on, just, just just log in, and you can totally, uh, it's, it's it's great. And it's, it's amazing. Local, local, local. Enjoy the show. Uh, yeah, exactly. And uh, support us, for sure. Yeah. And Pam Dash's birthday is Friday, so if you want to come by, Definitely see the comedy show, and it's after eight o'clock. Yeah, it'd be 
great. Uh, holy moly, you're making nothing but happy. <laughs> so, anyways, let's uh, have a moment of break with some music, and uh, we'll get back to you soon. Cheers, yar yar.
All right, welcome back to Racer's uh, Alley. I, I just uh, pulled this on the fellas. We were just sitting here laughing about, uh, you know, uh, dog treats that are medically marijuana induced nowadays, and how the folks that are actually out there make that. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> how know? did it happen? Yeah, how, how does that work exactly? You know, I mean, nowadays, I mean, they got a new industry, uh, which is the medical marijuana industry, that is Beautiful. actually legalized, and uh, you know, it's it, it really is crazy because mm-hmm. i mean you have um pretty much whatever you want you know anything, am, I, am i wrong anything I mean, nowadays you can get fried chicken that's edible yeah exactly mm-hmm. i mean you could even have yeah and everybody have, says it works yeah you could have pancakes with everything you know it's it's kind of crazy uh myself i've never been able to eat it and actually like i just fall asleep in the goddamn booth so it's, it's interesting you know nowadays you can have everything and everything and you know it's actually been proven in many ways to be a good thing and uh it's helped many 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 ways so uh we have Alticast here on uh on meet any radio uh so check it out because they they really talk about the industry and one of our sponsors here at meet any radio and they really really get deep about it so uh uh yeah tune into all the cast here at uh, meet any radio because uh if you want to hear about this learn about this rer you know it's a it's a great way to know because uh, mm-hmm. myself i just smoke the shit but uh yeah <laughs> otherwise mm-hmm. i just fall asleep <laughs> i can't eat it myself fetal Ever yeah. since I had a non-lethal overdose off of eating 30 edibles. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, stupid yeah. things we do when you were young. You don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, back then, uh, so here's my dilemma, folks. I mean, uh, Wade's just got here and, uh, you know, uh, let's a uh, long story short. Uh, I ran across, a, you know, someone hit me. So I end up uh, just getting uh-huh. a little cash, and uh, so R, you know, I'd like to buy a pickup truck, but all the pickup trucks are actually, you know, literally garbage for the cash I have. But uh, you know what, man? Uh, holy moly! As far as secondary bikes go, I have a really nice '99 R1, and everyone seems to love it. Wrong? Yep, <laughs> yep really nice. Really nice. It's goddamn perfect. You know, well, it's it's damn close, and it needs a little work. We'll talk about that later. But anyways, R, you know, so it's like a lot of folks my age now have a shit ton of bikes and a uh, shit ton of nice stuff really I, I made the wrong choices so to speak should have joined the union so I'm kind of a poor guy but uh, that being said I have a really really nice 99R1 which is the nicest thing I own and by the way it's like my third I've had five R1s and I have an ILMN TT metal on a 99R1 so yeah top that bitches mm-hmm. anyhow top that uh, yeah uh yzf 750 just came up yzfr1 just came up and there you are you know um do i need a second pike yeah needs not really the question do it's you what, want how, how much do you want it a little a little more a little more or much more exactly um, well need and want and it's like Obviously, like the El Camino, it didn't uh, fit the need category, so you got to look for another one. Well, away the the El Camino is like it's you could have bought a cheap ass pickup truck Japanese, you know, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, actually, you're right because those are all I've been looking. They're five grand, even for the '78s. But uh, anyhow, the El Camino, 
It's perfect. It's it's like an icon, right? The 750 is like an icon. So it's just like, R, you know, you don't need it, but it's so bitchingly badass. You know, you want It's like unique. It ain't your Prius. It ain't your, you know, it ain't your CBR R6 or anything. You know, it's, it's unique. You know, and the Batmobile, yeah. and the, yeah. the, 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 especially okay, both of those, it's neat. You know, yeah. like you go down the street, you yeah. ain't your average Joe. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. people gonna look at you. Well, it's it's well, people yeah. that love bikes. Well, it's also a matter of also as well. I mean, it's like this survived mm-hmm. <laughs> thirty years <laughs> unscathed, mm-hmm. that type of shit as well. You know, it's nice to have a you know no dented. You know, oh, yeah. rust is rust, but it was, like, in the end, it was like, if it's still here, it's like, holy moly, you know, it's mm-hmm. nice to have those. And, you know, uh, I really yeah. didn't really yeah. get into that. And, you know, a while ago, I, I really understood, you know, I'm kind of getting older now. And uh, boy, oh boy, you know, when I was younger, you always wanted the newest thing and RER, RER. But really, you know, and I've seen this in, uh, amongst my friends as well. It's like, yeah, that 74 Ford pickup. I'll take that instead of a new, because it's like, oh, yeah, it's like, yeah, a little rust, or oh, lime yellow. I like it. I'm talking about you, Donnie. But anyway, <laughs> you, know, like, you know, like you could have a million dollars, but you still like that 74 Ford pickup. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not old iron to... sometimes really works. Oh, yeah, good. man. I'm yeah. definitely a classic muscle kind of guy. Like, um, Olio, I seen a, my dream car drive by, and I almost fought on my knees. Um, it's a 69 fireboard. It was just drove, it drove right by with perfect condition. I'm like, I shaked a little bit in my pants when, when, <laughs> when I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But man, there's nothing like those classics, man. I personally don't like these new cars. Well, the same. Well, Uh, it's interesting. I mean, talking about that, I mean, they all, boy, um, back in my youth, they would be called glass packs. Make all this noise. You had to get pulled over in a second because of the old, you know, uh, they used to have two cops in the town. You mm-hmm. know, so all they want to do is bust everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, and nowadays all these cars come in like with wide open pipes. Motorcycles don't have the DBA levels those guys do. They, I bet you they couldn't do serious point. I mean, uh, Laguna Seca on their stock pipes. They're all so fucking beautifully loud. They sound like hot rods. There you go. You yeah. know, like, ah, they all got muscle sounds <laughs> mm-hmm. now. And boy, you know, that wasn't allowed a while ago, but now it's okay. All, all these cars are. Um, well, especially out here in California, like, I know that was outlawed for a while. Like, do, do have, well, like, everything's changing now, but uh, the yeah. fact of the matter is, if um, you're a guy my age, you are, you are. Just turn 52, fellas. Welcome to Racing Valley. Oh, you're Valley. looking great, man. But, uh, yeah, I don't have a gray hair yeah. on my head yet. But anyhow, um, boy, you know, back in the old days, we had the 68 fucking Chevelle SS or, you know, the uh, Camaro SS or, you know, the uh, El Camino. And you'd have your 350, 400, whatever motor, and you'd have, like, glass packs at the, you know, full yeah. with carburetors, you know. These new cars sound like those. 
I don't know how they do it, but yeah. Yeah, I think it's speakers. Yeah. They put speakers down yeah. there with the R-E-R, and they make yeah. it really loud. You know? They just take the code and you have old Marshall yeah. cars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they must have little speakers down there and make it sound uh, mean. Yeah. You know? I, got, I got somebody comes through. I got That's so, great. Right? Yeah, I got somebody comes through my neighborhood like every other week or whatever, exactly that, and he just goes, he revs it up like... Every quarter way down the block. It sounds great. It don't sounds it? so good. Yeah. I have uh, Tokyo Motors over on 50 Oda Street. Uh, that's no plug. But, anyways, yeah, we get all types of maniacs coming down the street and RER. But, boy, you know, it's like all these new American cars are really muscle cars. And it's just like how much do you want to spend? You know, <laughs> all these European yeah. cars you and old Teslas and shit. Don't yeah. sound like nothing. You know, mm, you nope. see the Bentleys, you, you see all these other, like, uh, European, it's the muscle cars, the Chevy Camaros, the oh. fucking, it, it's the American cars that go by, uh, more so than the trucks, actually, that actually sound great. You know, the Challengers, the Dodge Challengers, the Camaro, you name it, the Fords. They have the best sound effects. Never go wrong with a Mustang, no matter the year, man. In my opinion. They're back. Uh The European cars, they might go by. They don't, yeah, they're just, you know, RER. Yeah, Yeah. it's great to hear muscle car sound. Yeah. You know, yeah. And uh, yeah. You have the 57. So, uh, yeah, nice to see all that competitive stuff. I just supposedly saw a picture of supposedly the 2019 um, Ford um, Mustang, just like you were talking about. And I'm like, wow, they're nicer. Oh, this is that. that the newest, newest one is just totally outrageous. It's really nice. It's, Are they trying to really uh, go back to the Mach 1 or Steve McQueen area? Uh, Do they suck it, looked, it out? It looks like they're half Chevy and half Ford and half... And it's huh. just really cool. Because I just, I'm just got that Corvette and stuff. I just saw, but so now I've been looking yeah. at Corvettes. <laughs> the newer ones, my buddy up the street's got oh, a 2000, whatever. Wah, wah, wah. I, I saw there's a green, funky ass looking one down at the gas station. It's like, dude, you're the funkiest looking Corvette I ever did see. They're getting more elite than kind of like a, you know, the new ones remind me of the spiders. You know that three wheel looking thing. I like the. Oh, those are cool. Yeah. I well, like to get me one getting of those. Four wheeler looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, yeah, I like the new one. I don't like the mid mid middle two thousands. Basically, oh, they've had, probably had like five generations since so, then. Oh, you know, it's, yeah, it's been out. Uh, for I, a I like the old ones, but I ended up getting a deal and I couldn't walk away from the. 1980. No, the Batmobile looks great. Boy, uh, get on Racer's Alley to look at that. Man, it's, it's just a beautiful looking bet. And, uh, you know, it's just like who doesn't you have a vet dude it's like having a harley it's cool you know no matter what you're just cool as fuck you know it's just like, join yeah, the club yeah. and it's black yeah yeah so anyhow um holy moly you know uh well uh wade i guess we'll uh be heading out soon and i'd really really like to you oh, know uh, a couple of our me. friends are out there and like i said um you know, uh, Tamalia lady, we love you, you know, and thank you for taking care of us. And uh, Mutiny Radio, you've always taken care of us as well. And Pam Tastic's having a big old show Come on, on Friday. Down. Be there at 8. 
gotta be there and subculture racing obviously we're doing well and uh actually uh yeah uh we're, we're diversifying a little diversifying diversifying homer simpson and uh motor tire guy i'm glad you're out there and uh motor tire guy is selling a really nice cbr 1000 by the way if, uh, if you're looking for a really nice black 1980 90, 90 2000 sorry a 19 uh 2005 CBR 1000 black. Beautiful. I bet you it never went above eight grand. Right? So he's selling one of those. Uh, So hit him up, motorcycle, motor tire guy. And uh, so, anyways, thank you, Benders. Thank you, CC Rider Toast. Thank you, Cycle Toe. And Molotovs, as always. uh, Iron Man moving. And uh, Motorhub SF, Dimitri, good luck on buying your XR400. Boy, I'll have you next week on the show to talk about going uh, down to Baja, having some good times. Yar. There you go. And also, well, we got Monkey Moto School, and uh, take care of yourself. I believe um, you're back east right now, apparently. And, uh, of course, always we'll thank the racer AMA and AFM and uh, Rap Brothers Racing. uh, SRA West. SRA West, Wade. Yeah. Think SRA West. Everybody needs a sidecar in their pocket, too. Yeah. uh, If you have anything to say, you need anyone uh, going out looking for something? Um, Not really. Barber's just over. They had a a great, fantastic race. I could have, would have, should have been there, but they had had one without me. Anyhow, it was a dynamite Your heart was there. Yeah, the season is actually over. Okay. Um, wow. For well, a- I guess we are there here in October. Oh, we are. Yeah. All right. So, uh, anyhow, uh, all y'all, uh, you can always uh, get a hold of us, and we'd be happy to have any type of interview. One of these days, I'll figure out how to get that phone working so you can call us. And uh, also... Uh, yeah, uh, good to get a uh, way to tape recorder so we can actually do some uh, outdoor interviews, that type of thing, and uh, enjoy the show. And uh, I might be even bring a couple of albums here and then be able to work the radio station. station. It's but, like uh, one button at a time. Right? You know, it's just like uh, I've been, uh, unfortunately, uh, preoccupied this past month and a half, and I apologize for not cleaning things up as well as I should have. But uh, the fact of the matter is uh, we're going to have this show, and I want one point i decided is like do we really need this show but the fact of the matter is um, do we need a new bike uh, yes yes um the show's a good thing and um it's a part of my life now uh part of wade's life now and we're gonna just keep doing it as long as we can get away with it as long as we can get away with it just like we did the the uh newspaper and we did the uh urban Urban moto Moto, yes exactly and 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 it's It's kind of trying to give back to the community and and just you know like we've probably been there before wherever that was and you know we graduated a couple times and there's more to come more to go and yeah you know so it's just riding it out and uh like I said, Muni Radio, man, uh, they're taking care of us, and uh, we're just totally happy and just to be here. So uh, that being said, uh, I am in a minute overload, and uh, thank you for being here at Racers Alley with Wade myself. Thank you again, and thank you again. Time to drop anchor. Buddha on the block. Okay, your show's next. Um, yeah, stay lit. Um, if y'all. 
like the sound of my beautiful voice, um, come check us out. All right. So I'm going to put some music on for a second. David will be on and uh, have a happy Thursday. Roxy.com. That's www.roxie.com today for showtimes and tickets. Everybody should listen to Muni Radio at muniradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the internet ocean has to offer ya. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> everybody listen to the weekly review with roman every friday from noon to 2 p.m this is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program we interview community organizers activists and artists we talk about ways you can take action right now so listen in to the weekly review every friday from noon to 2 p.m Mr. Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics, it's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for me fine. $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5 
dollars. I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcast6.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> well, hello, boys and girls. You know what a password is. That's a secret word that soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skincare. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. There are more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you use circling the base ten times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner that you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body-nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army Skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join thegreenarmy.com. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. Uh, we've got great food by our kitchen counter offer, burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. Every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll, some of the best local bands in San Francisco, and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m., rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m., Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen specials. Shot a bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for 8 bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shout. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Yeah, it goes down. Come smoke with your boy. Grinder. Sp-
Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you.